not just digital notes, but you need to write out some notes. So the number one thing I want to share with you is that leaders take notes. That was the first thing that I realized, is that when I involve all the senses of learning, when I'm writing, I'm touching, I'm tasting the words because I'm saying the words, I'm looking at the words, the visual is involved. I'm tasting the words, they're in the palate of my mouth. I'm hearing my mouth lick the words, therefore they're almost being heard by my ears. It, in other words, I am immersed in the learning process. And I know that you've been doing, a lot of you've been doing that, a lot of you've been getting a lot out of this, but it doesn't take all of the great perspectives to really change your life. Can you imagine coming to Saturday trainings and regional trainings and international training events and just taking one thing, implementing, executing, and applying that in your business, and the next three months you come to another international event and you take that next thing to go to the next level in your business. That rippled and compounded through your group. Those values, if you're selling the international training events, will exponentially grow the vision exponentially grow the size of your group. How many people want geometric progression and multiplication to hit their bank account? Yes or no? That's what I'm talking about. And it begins with the simple thought of taking notes. And I remember it so well for me. I wanted to master this business. I wanted to really master this business. I wanted, to, I wanted to make a million dollars a year, but I didn't want to do it selling things I didn't believe in. Can anybody feel me? I, I mean, I, I understand there's some other great companies out there selling juices and, 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 and detergents and all those things. I mean, I get the money motivation from that, but I, I gotta feel something. It's gotta be in my, in, in my bloodstream, you know what I mean? I, I know the reason why we're passionate here is because it's not that you're an ACN, it's that ACN is in you. It's pumping in your blood. Yes or no? Yes. And you want to not mess this one up. I, when you hear from people, as you've heard just today and yesterday, the best is yet to come, this is not a joke. This is not a fantasy. This is not a lottery ticket. This is the big leagues. No risk, no exposure, unlimited income. Who's interested? That's what this is about. It's about mastery, owning the space you occupy. You don't want to be one of those people that are categorized. You know, the, the people that you meet, you know, they're very excited. After 10 seconds, you know they have no idea what they're talking about. You ever meet some people like that in this industry? You ever met some people on the other side in a different category? When they start speaking, you know they own what they do. They own the space they occupy. The problem with this industry is that there's too many amateurs in it. We're going to create a different breed of professional here at ACN. Are you with me? You've got to own this thing. Because when you own it, you get people's attention immediately. You get it immediately. We're going to talk about some things that I believe are gonna make a difference. Now, mastery comes over time. If not now, it's gonna be eventual. But understand something, you, you get a little confused sometimes with you know, what you need to measure. See, here's what I know. 
if all the people that you've ever invited, if 50% more showed up to hear the information, your organization would be extra, ex exponentially larger. That's what I know. Here's what I believe, and I believe it more today than I ever have. This is the single greatest direct selling story ever told in our industry, period. Period. Getting paid on large service providers. Getting paid when people pay their bills. They'll have to use for the rest of their life, can't live without. I tried to describe it years ago and I, you know, I'm pretty creative and I thought about how can I describe this opportunity? It's just sexy. <laughs> it's a sexy opportunity. It's the sexiest opportunity I've ever seen. You're telling me when you turn on that light, I make money. When you cook the food, I make money. You're telling me every bill that, that, that can be redirected, rechanneled. You have no problem spending the money. It's already being spent. We're just redirecting the money. We're redirecting it, getting people to save money, feed children, and get it for free. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? You can't sell that? I'm telling you folks, yes you can. See si, safe plan day. You can. I'm here to tell you folks, it's all about inviting. When you make that list, you're working off your scripts. Here's the deal, if it's on the list, they must have an opportunity to say yes or no to the information. If they didn't say yes or no to the information, they are not off your list. Are you getting this? Yes. When people say no to you, you need to become a, maybe a better inviter. When people say no to you, it's about the timing in their life. They may not, maybe not be saying no to you. They're saying no now. But you come back to me with some results, you come back to me with some evidence to support your claims, I'm open. Let me see what you got. So really, you're the winning denominator. You are the winning quotient. It is literally up to us to show up attractive enough, either on the phone, articulating our messages, or in person, with posture and backbone, and and absolutely exude the confidence in believing that you know you've got something that's good for them to hear. And if you exude that kind of confidence that's good for them to hear, they're gonna come and take a look at it. Be persistent, even with excuses. Love people into this company. I know you can do it. You know, I know the circumstances are tough in your life right now, but I'm gonna come back to you in 90 days, maybe the timing will be better, are you okay with that? And then do what professionals do, 90 days from that period of time, you actually put it in your phone, or you actually put it in your uh, journal, whatever you use to measure your agenda, okay? So act as if the likelihood of them doing this is extremely high, it isn't, are you interested in ACN? The real question is, because that's where my belief is, is how could you not be interested in ACN? Are you freaking kidding me? What is it that you missed that I went over? Did you check out? I didn't see any glaze over your eyes. What is it that you do? See here, 
So you need to be sold out. It needs to be transferred, and it will be. Now understand, when inviting, 80%, you've heard of the uh, 80-20 rule, 80% of the time, people will do it sometime, part-time, or no time. It's called the 80-20 rule. 20% of your people will give you 80% of the results. But let's talk about the 20%. 15% of them will play at any level. They could jump into the 80% or they could be in the 20. But it's really up to you and your leadership and from who you were when you signed up and who you are in the first 30 days, who you become. The word is become in the next 90 days is are you sounding differently, talking differently, thinking differently? Are your statements becoming more bold? I'm in a position to earn six figures in the next 12 months and I cannot wait to see you at Starbucks Thursday. <laughs> Do you understand? It's all in how you see it. It's all in how you show up and feel about it. Your confidence comes from your belief system, folks. So if you're lacking confidence, you're lacking belief, and you need to work on that belief to understand that, yes, you can do this. And five percenters, these are the ones we go after, the five percenters. You launch them over and over. So who are they? Who are these five percenters? They're the business owners. They're the hungry, driven entrepreneurs, the dissatisfied, successful individuals that still can't get back on top from 2008 and 2009 when they, there was a, they're trying to reinvent themselves and haven't been able to do that. You heard Greg Provenzano say in the next 10 years of the Fortune 500 companies, 150 companies probably won't exist because of disruptive technology. That is our opportunity. Let me tell you the best opportunity that you have is the opportunity where you have all the financial control. There is no government that's going to take care of you and no company is going to take care of you. You got to take care of you. You got to take care of you. In that land of opportunity, ACN owns that space because we got the best story on the street. It's the best story on the street. And let me tell you, folks, I am telling you, I work on my messaging all the time. I want you to know you need to work on your messaging all the time. The theme of this weekend is we must be relevant. We must be relevant to the times. We must be relevant to understanding what's going on around us. The news isn't the news. Turn the news off. Turn on your life. I'm here to tell you, folks, that's the only news that matters is the news that, that will help you and your family move forward and see the light of day and, and have hope for tomorrow. That's the news that matters. Young and hungry. We got millennials, man. There's a lot of funny videos out there about millennials. and They're, they're, they're rather funny, and you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, they're, they're like a little bit of entitlement. Well, you know, some of us can believe that and some of us don't believe that, but I gotta say, they make some pretty funny millennial videos. But there's a lot of people that are young and hungry and coachable and they have a work ethic and they want to have a better life. They see what happened to their father and their mother. They know there's no job security. They kind of know that. But, you know, uh, I got to tell you, you are who you hang out with. If I meet your friends, I kind of know your future. You hear me, folks? 
If you want things to change, you need to change. You want things to get better, you need to get better. You want to have more in life, then become more in life. Do you understand that? Don't wish for less challenges, develop more skill. And you can't get to where you want to go in ACM. You can't get to SVP by remaining who you currently are, folks. Something is going to have to change about you to have this gravitational pull toward you. And it will happen, and you will know it will happen, when the time comes. When you build that breastplate, that armor that you need here. So I need to make sure you understand, as you pursue the 5%, some of them will follow you and some of them won't. You need to stay persistent. Stay persistent, but still be talking to new people every single day, 10, 20, 30 people a day, directly and indirectly. That means personal recruits and open line recruits. Yes or no? Absolutely. We're not stopping. I'm not putting all, any eggs in one basket. Does that make sense? I'm going to make sure the very person that you think will do this will not. The person you think will champion this won't. And the least expecting person that you think would never have a shot just got promoted to regional vice president in the last year, whoever they are. Because you didn't think they could make it. You didn't think they did. Look, let me tell you something. None of us look like senior vice presidents before we were. None of us. But look at us today. We have a responsibility and obligation to represent this great company. These four great men, Mike, Tony, Robert, and Greg, who put this company together, I love them. They're more than friends. They're brothers. And I want you to know something. I, I will go to the end of the earth with these guys because no one can outwork them. No one is more dedicated than them. And they on this path of just changing the world. And I want to be there until I just can't do it anymore and God calls me home. I want to do it, and I want to do it, and I want to do it. You got to do something. So why not do something that brings you joy? Why not do something that gives you fulfillment? Why not do something that matters? Why not do something that counts? Why not stand for something that's right? You know it's right. We can do this, folks. But don't bank on that one person. I, I want to tell you, I went after a lot of people. You know, I needed to provide evidence. I needed to provide, I'll tell you two stories. You know, when, when I got started, I, I mean, I knew how to do this. I came from another networking company. I was serious about this. I wanted this to go. You don't understand. I, I was spending more money per month than I was taking when I left that last company. I needed to make money yesterday. And I couldn't bring anybody with me from that company because there was too much scar tissue. And so I knew I needed to build it brick by brick, brick by brick. And we went to work and I planted my ACN flag and I said, this is what I stand for. These are the colors. This eagle with polio. <laughs> broken wing, broken leg, couldn't even fly. This is what I stand for. And it didn't matter what came this way, I went that way. You were either the steamroller, you better pick one, or you were part of the pavement, but you better pick one real quickly. Lead, follow, or get out of my way. Yep. And I created some success 
that could not be denied, and I had a good friend. You may have heard the story already, but his name was Art Napolitano. And I had so much success, and, and we, a lot of people did. In 1998, we made a decision to go international. Uh, George was one of my all-time mentors, and, and, and Artie was just this, gosh, Artie. He was so talented. He was so, he was so good. I mean, he recruited my people away from me in my last company. I, I loved you. <laughs> you know how you get revenge? Yeah. I'm going to recruit you, you just don't know it yet. <laughs> I love you, Artie. And guess what happened? You know, the timing was right in his life. They were really opening up Europe. And I had the opportunity to, 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 to provide the evidence and the success with a company that was a startup when I started with them. And five years later, we opened up Europe and Art Napolitano is ready, and George Zalikley. These guys have led the way all throughout the world. They've made so much money. They have such a great lifestyle. George is now, uh, you know, enjoying his latter years. But how, how many people are excited about to hear from George tomorrow? Closing the entire event. Absolutely. But they did amazing things, and they set the bar so high. And I just have to tell you, folks, we wouldn't be really the company that we are today if it wasn't for certainly those two. And, and you know, in the year 2000, you know, I was on top of the world. I was making a lot of money. So many people were, but we had some changes in the industry. I was, uh, you know, trying to uh, keep it together and lead by example. And, you know, my health failed me. But thank God for residual income. Uh, I, was, I was okay. I created my own insurance policy, and I was the underwriter. I couldn't be denied, you know what I mean? Residual income will do that for you. And, and, and they asked me to come inside to help build them globally because I could no longer run at the pace that I was running at and building the immense group that I did. And as I was working and working, you know, I came across, uh, you know, uh, calling people, and that's what I did, and I knew how to talk to professionals. And I made a phone call after calling a company that was kind of going out of business. I made a phone call, made a phone call, and all these people calling me names, very creative names. <laughs> I mean, profane, some of them disgusting names I would never repeat. But, um, but I called one guy, and I saw him on the front of the magazine of this company, and, and I gave him a call, and I said, uh, uh, Shane Douglas, are you there? Is that you? Priest River, Idaho. There can't be more than one Shane Douglas. Uh, and so Shane and I, I we kind of communicated. He understood his company was in trouble, but the timing wasn't right. For four years, I want you to look at this, I dripped on Shane. For five years, I dripped on Artie and George. But what is the message here? The message is, don't give up on the five percenters. The timing isn't right, but it can be. You just need to provide the evidence and the success when the timing is right and the stars are aligned. It is showtime. Yep. Gun goes off. And now you override something that could be monumental in our business. Shane Douglas led to Simon Aboon, Simon Aboon, Matthew Lamontagne, Matthew Ambrose, all of the tremendous, Nathan Gold, all these people, all these leaders 
because I just kept dripping and dripping and dripping and dripping. Are you getting this, folks? Say you're getting it. So you get yes. it. Yes. Don't give up on the five percenters, folks. So how the biggest thing is how do you show up with confidence and enthusiasm and congruency? That simply means the harmony that you need to bring in front of the people that you're trying to, 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 to bring this message to. In a peaceful, resourceful state, non-negotiable, irresistible, build. That's why I want you to have posture. That's why I want you to have the belief and the confidence. So how would you like, when you show up, the chances of people liking it are 90% because you have to develop into an irresistible leader. How many people like irresistible? Do you think it just happens? Or do you think it's by intention? It's by intention. You have got to work on being that kind of person that shows up in that resourceful state with an undeniable message. Undeniable. Undeniable to the point where when you're done communicating that message, that person can't get you off their mind. They got trouble sleeping that night because you are unforgettable to them. They can't, they can't, good catch. <laughs> they can't get you off their mind. How many people would like to sound like that, act like that, have that kind of thing in their business? Let me tell you who does. The circle of champions, the senior vice presidents, all the RVPs, all the president's club members, and the people that are aspiring to be those positions in our company. Because that's who you become if you do this long enough. Is that exciting? Your entire persona should say, I've got this. And I can show you how you can do it too. You follow me, you're in a position to earn six figures next 12 months. Keywords in a position. Didn't say there's a guarantee. Didn't say there was a promise. You follow me, great things happen. You don't, well, I guess you changed your commitment because I'm doing this with you or without me. So recruiting is a process, not a single event. It's a series of exposures. It's drips along the way, even for the non-five percenters, even for the 80%, because those 80%ers can turn into the 20%ers. If they're exposed to positive thoughts, if they're exposed to the right people in the right environment, you put good people together in a big room like this, and there's nothing but a positive message with good people, with good thoughts and hope for a better future, you can't go away from that not thinking differently. True or not. So stay persistent with these people. Top earners, talk to thousands of people directly and indirectly through the course of their career. Are we, are we understanding that? It's a numbers game. They're not saying no to you. Everything that you've gone through, every no that you've had, you're just getting all your failure up front. See, your failure is necessary. Everything that you've experienced is forming and shaping the character of the great leader that you will become. Are you hearing that? Yeah, but it didn't happen for that person. Well, that was that person's journey. This is your journey, and you have to go through this. Very important that you know that. Keep yourself accountable. Set higher standards. One recruit a day. Team coordinators in the room and higher, listen to me. One recruit a day. 
One recruit a day in your TC Open. One recruit a day. That means everybody that you've peaked personally, everybody that's a QTT, ETT Open, ETL Open, everybody under you that's not under another team coordinator, all of their activities that day, everything they've done in the last week, everybody that's in the pipeline that is yet to say yes or no, you're telling me with all those people doing all that work and you're the upline team coordinator, you can't get one person committing in a given day? I'm telling you, you don't lay your head on the pillow at night until you've recruited somebody in your TC Open, and that was a law that I stamped on my agenda every day. And then it goes from one a day, and it's way more than one a day, and then it's two a day, and then it's three a day. And if you're doing it right, and you're teaching as you're doing, you're teaching as you're doing, you're creating independent leadership, independent people that can operate this business without you, going from relevant to irrelevant. Going from dependency to total independency where your phone doesn't ring anymore because all your lines are secure from independence. How many people want that kind of a business? Let me see your hands. No one calls me anymore. Get over it. You got a lifestyle. Three to five presentations a day to stay ahead of your team. Number of PBRs a day that you're doing. Number of PBRs per day your group is doing. Measure it. Set high standards. And here's one thing that's overlooked, 10 to 20 three-way calls a day, three-way calls. You, the upline expert, the person that is the ETT that's in training, or the QTT that's in training, or, or the ETL that's in training and you're trying to create independence, or they got this real great five percenter that wants to talk to you, the person that can paint vision better than anybody else. See, I know this, if you lend your voice and you lend your vision, I'll say it again, this is such an important, have this takeaway this weekend. You forget everything I said, you take this away. You engage in three-way calling. You engage as the person asking the upline for the three-way car, you the one that's giving it, lending your voice, lending your vision. And you do that, remember, it's a training opportunity, it's live, you're helping them be recruited, they're still in the recruiting process, you're selling the next event, you're helping them get a decision, but they're hearing it live, live, and you're teaching them. And then when they hang up, you have a meeting after the meeting. Did you hear, did you see what he said that and I said this? Here's why I said what I said. And then you're teaching the psychology of the business long after that potential recruit hung up the phone. That's teaching. That's training. But it's training and teaching effectively. See, a lot of you train and a lot of you teach. And you don't get the results you want. It's because it's not effective. Mike Coopers did a, did a training called the Get Started Training. And this is when, I mean, I know how to do this business, but I, I just, you know, sometimes I just listen. I listen to all of you great leaders and senior vice presidents. I love you guys. I love you. I love your trainings. I love the people that you've become. And you don't know this, but I'm taking notes when you do it. I'm taking notes. From, I was taking notes from Mike Coopers, and he said something. He says, you need to train your people, but when you train them, you must understand you need to train them effectively. And I went like, yes, sir. I, I mean, literally, I went effectively. 
wow, I could train or I could do an hour training on that word effectively. Because we think we're training, but it's just hitting them and bouncing. How many of you, and I'll prove it to you, how many people will say, well, if I had heard it like that, then I would have been there. Well, if I'd have heard it that way, then I would have looked back. I get it. That's the reason why if the people aren't doing it, it's because you're not reaching. So you have to reach to teach so you can release. Reach them and teach them. And then you can release them to the world. Warriors. You understand that, folks? That's what we're developing here. Here's a great question. Listen to the question. How many SVPs? Oh, listen to the question. How many SVPs have left your business before they made it to executive team training? What am I saying? I'm saying that your five percenters heard your small vision, your tiny vision, what you didn't know that you had, you had the ability to borrow the vision that was needed for that guy, because if that guy would have heard what that person could have said, they'd have been in your business, they'd have engaged, they'd have seen something totally different than what you painted, because it was too small, and you didn't take advantage of the single greatest tool in network marketing, third party three-way. Are you getting this, yes or no? Yes. And then once you get this, and you can do 10 to 20 three-way calls, lend your voice, lend your vision. Remember, it's three-way to the prospect, to the, to the person you're training. You do that five to 10 times, five to 10 times, guess what happens? They become independent, they start saying what you say. And isn't that what you wanted them to do anyway? Become independent, saying powerful statements, Statements that matter, statements that put people into action because you've transferred that feeling. People forget what you say, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. That's it. This is an experiential business. You were at the international training event. There is no words that I could say that would describe this more than your experience of being here. Am I right? Yes. Now you know what you are part of. Now you know what you're part of. Leaders lead by example. Would you follow you? Are you the best rep in your group? Well, fix it if you're not. Become the best rep in your group. One more meeting. One more call. One more of everything. All out massive action, man. Right here, right now. All out. AOMA. All out. Massive action. Whatever it takes, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Leaders ask themselves, if everybody did exactly what I did today, how much would my group have grown? And that question, folks, that question, that question will inspire you or it will haunt you. So if you did a whole lot today and everybody did what you did, you're just feeling inspired. But that isn't how it works here. You gotta lead, you gotta, you gotta move out in front. You're leading out in front. So we don't wanna be haunted. We wanna have our people inspired. Understand this, when your check grows, when your pin changes, 
It represents the bigger impact you've made, the more people you've helped, the bigger difference you've made, the more lives you've touched. That's what that pin changing means. That's what that bigger check means. That's what it means. You know, as a leader, trying to get better and bring value to those I serve, I seek out thought leaders whose principles are in alignment with my own. I want to share with you three things that I hope resonates with each one of you. Number one, put God first. Put God first in everything you do. Everything that you think you see in me. Everything that I've accomplished, everything that you think I have, and I have a few nice things, nice home, nice cars. Everything I have is by the grace of God. Understand that. It's a gift. I've been protected. I have been directed. I have been corrected. I've kept God first in my life, and it's kept me humble. Not always, but in the last couple of years, honestly, I have. And I didn't always stick with Him but he always stuck with me. So stick with him in everything you do. If you think you want to do what I do, then do what I've done and stick with God. Number two, and a lot of you have done this, fail big. Fail big, that's right, fail big. Many of us in here have. Today is the beginning of the next generation in this company to take us into the next 25 years. It won't be easy, I promise you, but it will be worth it. It's a new journey for you, I understand that. A new world, and it can be scary, and it can be frustrating. I say you only live once, so do what you feel you're most passionate about. Take chances professionally. Don't be afraid to fail. You know there's an old IQ test that has nine dots and you have to draw Five lines with a pencil with, with the nine dots without lifting the pencil. The only way to do that is to go outside the box. So what am I saying? Don't be afraid to go outside the box. Don't be afraid to think outside of the box. Don't be afraid to fail big, to dream big. But remember, dreams without goals are just dreams. And they're ultimately will fuel disappointment. So have dreams, but have goals, life goals, yearly goals, monthly goals, daily goals. I try to give myself a goal every day. Sometimes it's not to use profanity in a given day. <laughs> Simple goals. But understand that to achieve these goals, you must have discipline and consistency. In order to achieve your goals, you must apply discipline, which you've already done by being here. And consistency every day, not just one week on and one week off, one week on and every other week. That won't work. You have to work at it. Every day you have to develop the discipline to plan. You've heard the saying, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Hard work works. Do you hear me? Working really hard is what successful people do. And in this text tweet twerk world, that we are currently in, remember, just because you're doing a lot more doesn't mean you're getting a lot more done. Remember that. 
Just because you're doing a lot more doesn't mean you're getting a lot more done. Don't confuse movement with progress. So continue to strive. Continue to have goals. Continue to progress. And number three, you'll never see a U-Haul behind a Hertz. I'll say it again, you'll never see a U-Haul behind a Hertz. I don't care how much money you make, you can't take it with you. It isn't how much you have, it's what you do with what you have. We all have different talents. Some of us in here are doctors and lawyers. We even have some people, engineering scientists, educators, nurses. We got all kinds of backgrounds in here, folks. You know, I've heard it said before that the most selfish thing that you can do in this world is to help someone else. Why? Why is it selfish? Because the gratification, the goodness that comes to you, the good feeling, the good feeling that I get from helping others, there's nothing better than that. Nothing better than that. Not jewelry, not houses, not cars. Helping people gives you joy. And joy is what you receive by helping others. And finally, I pray that you put your slippers away under your bed tonight, way under your bed tonight, so when you wake up in the morning, you have to get on your knees to reach them. And while you're down there, say thank you for grace, thank you for mercy, thank you for understanding, thank you for wisdom, thank you for your parents, thank you for love, thank you for kindness, thank you for humility, thank you for peace, thank you for prosperity and maybe a thank you for ACN. Say thank you. Say thank you in advance for what's already yours. You have to work, but no, it's yours if you want it bad enough. So that's how I'm now living my life. That's why I am where I am today, saying thank you in advance for what is already yours. True desire in the heart for anything good is God's proof to you sent beforehand to indicate that it's yours already. I'll say it again. True desire in the heart, that itch that you have, whatever it is you want to do, that thing that you want to do to help others, to grow, to make money, that desire, that itch, that's God's proof to you sent beforehand already to indicate it's already yours. Wow, man. And anything good you want, you can have. Is that good news? So claim it. Work hard to get it. And when you get it, reach back. Pull someone else up. Each one. Teach one. Don't just aspire to make a living. Aspire to make a difference. And in the process, folks, you will live a pretty remarkable life. God bless you, everyone. It's been my honor. I love you. I love you.